welcome to the northern side of the radio. I'm Amy. I'm Emily, and this is the Northern Odysseans podcast. This episode, we'll be reviewing Fishing for Gold, July 2022 club episode. But first, we are going to do a trivia segment called Who is Eugenius? So welcome to our segment, Who is Eugenius? Where we try and see if we can stump each other on trivia questions related to Odyssey. So back in 2008, I believe we got the game Answer That, which um, we have both successfully won multiple times because we find these questions to be very, very simple. But considering this is our first episode, we are going to use this deck of cards of all the questions, obviously the difficult side, not the easy side, and we are going to ask each other trivia questions to see if we can answer them. But for future episodes, if you would like to try and stump us, you are free to leave a voicemail on our anchor page, uh, Northern Odysseans, O-D-Y-S-S-I-A-N-S, or you can email us at Northern Odysseans, O-D-Y-S-S-I-A-N-S at gmail.com and see if you guys can try and stump us. Good luck. Okay, let's see who is Eugenius. So, just so you guys understand, we have two cards from the deck on the difficult side. Emily's going to ask me all three questions on her first card, and then I'm going to ask all three questions on my card, and we'll go back and forth on that. Okay, so Emily, do you want to start? Let's see. Sure. Um, What's the first category? Eugenius. Nice, Eugenius. The world in the book series Passages has how many moons? Two. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. I love that series. The next category is Connie's character quotes. Okay. Fill in the blank. Connie, Eugene, Connie, Eugene, you just ended a sentence with a preposition. Eugene. Impossible. Prepositions are not words that I am. Sentences with. Well, the, I was going to say sentences, and then you cut in. That's okay. But I yeah. still got it right. <laughs> yes. Okay, what's the third? Um, with wisdom, when you're a Christian, nothing you do in faith is really blank. God's going to use it somehow. From wits, with advice, uh, finish with advice. By unscrambling the letters. What? <laughs> okay, this is a quote from Wit's Flop. Oh, okay. Let's try this again. Okay. <laughs> when you're a Christian, nothing you do in faith is really a blank. God's going to use it somehow. Vain? Nope. What is it? Failure. Ah, dang it. And I wasn't even looking. Okay, so it's my turn to stump her. (laughs) Category one, Eugenius. What is the first name of Connie Kendall's mother? June. That's really easy. (laughs) Connie's character quotes. Who said to Connie, I'm actually kind of a Robin Hood of box moving, actually. I travel around seeing people in box moving needs and heroically lend a hand. That was Mitch. Yeah. 
Wit's wisdom. According to Christ's teaching, how many people should be present when you first confront a sinner about a sin? Uh, just you? Is that your final answer? I, I, well, um, yes. Technically, it's two, only you, and he should be present. Yeah, that's what I meant. So, okay, I'll give that one to you. Okay, um. Okay, what's my second set of questions? Oh, yeah, um. In the one about trust, Connie worked on whose mayoral campaign? Margaret. Wow, Margaret Bay. <laughs> I don't know why I blanked on that one. Margaret Bay. I don't know why I'm yelling. Okay, who said Jack's away visiting his family, Jason's off running errands, and Eugene's at the college. It's just me and my dishes. One of the few things I know how to do. Connie? Yeah. That's what I thought. Okay, what's my third question? Oh, this is so easy. I'll still ask it. In what garden did Jesus pray the night before he was crucified? Gethsemane. (laughs) It's Gethsemane. I still got it! You switched the N and the M. I think that's right. And I'm, we're going to say that that's right. I got the gun. Oh, shush. Don't show me that card. Okay. Eugenius. <laughs> what Odyssey character went into labor while performing a Christmas play? Mary Barkley. <laughs> yes. Connie's character quotes. Who said, bemoaning a pimple on her nose on the day of the beauty contest, easy for you to say, you won't be parading in front of the entire town with the temple of doom on your nose. Liz Burton. Yeah. Which... I wouldn't let a pimple stop me from doing that. I know. Seriously. Wit's wisdom. True or false? According to the Bible, a wise person must first become foolish before gaining true wisdom. You just said a statement. True or false? According Uh, to the Bible, a wise person must first become (laughs) foolish before gaining true wisdom. Uh, true? Yep. One must give up worldly wisdom for God's wisdom. And that was our segment on who is Eugenius. I don't know if we've decided yet. Well, I stumped you, but you did not stump me. Okay. I think we'll have to wait till the next episode to see if we can stump each other. Okay, now let's talk about Fishing for Gold, July 2022 club episode. Um, Okay, let's give a little synopsis on what it's about or at least what the club says to create online videos with a friend molly needs a new phone how far will she go to get one um cool so it was written by bob hoos uh the who directed it is unknown uh but it was produced by nathan hubler and the executive producer was dave arnold and the interesting thing about this episode is the music was composed by someone who has done a couple of other episodes for Odyssey at this point. His name is Tyler Michael Smith. Now, do you know who he's related to, Amy? I recognize the name. Do I know? No. He is the son of popular Christian recording artist Michael W. Smith. 
that's where I recognize his name from. That's cool. Yeah, because his middle name is literally his dad's name. Yeah, that's usually a parent's do it. Um, Wait, did we mention what episode number this was? I can't remember. I don't know. It is episode number 940. That's a lot of episodes. That's cool. Um, okay, so should we talk about our first impressions? So, did you know that the grandfather was Pole House? I did. Actually, I guessed it because I also knew that Pole House was in the artwork. <laughs> so okay. I kind of put two well, and two together. Well, I couldn't. I didn't recognize him in the artwork. I think I also heard somebody talk about it or something. I don't know. I think I like knew Pole House was in it too. And for, do I know why? No. <laughs> and for the first few minutes, I was listening to these kids talk, and I was like, "Why should I care?" Yeah. Like, I don't know who you are. I don't know how you fit into Odyssey. What's going on here? And then he, and then it's revealed that Don Polhouse is her grandpa. Which, by the way, grandpa's name Don are the best. Our grandfather's name is Don. That's why we say that. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. No. But overall, I think I really loved the episode. I loved yes. the take on it. Um. Loved the added element of grandparents because I feel like they don't talk about them enough. Like. I mean, Wit is a grandparent, but we only have heard Monty in some episodes, and uh, same with Jenny. So it's like, we don't really get to see grandparents as, oh, I guess there's Abuelita. I don't know, but we don't, it's grandfathers. That's what we don't get to see a lot of. But yeah, it was, overall, if I was to, like, give that, I would say it's definitely a really fun episode, and I would definitely listen to it again. Yeah, I, I realized listening to it how much the world has changed. Because, like, in earlier episodes of Odyssey, even, like, I was thinking of small fires and little pools. Sam and Lucy go fishing on their own without being prompted by their parents. Oh. In this episode, the kids basically have to be dragged there. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's the difference between the society in the 90s and the society now. Yeah. Um, but what did you think about the fact like, what did you think about the whole setup of, like, the friend Allison doing these videos with her dad? Like, reminded me of those family vlog, vlog channels you hear about sometimes. Yeah, and I kind of felt like it was, like, a forced thing. Like, it was kind of like, oh, we should just make episodes, but it was more like the dad's idea. I think and then the kid was, was like kind of on board but like I think she was into it like I think she wanted to do it too but he was really focused on monetizing it yeah which I I see that as a problem for kids especially because when you hear about the vlog channels you hear about kids unwittingly being put on these channels yeah and then you can kind of tell like sometimes the kids like their reactions seem very fake and I don't know I mean, I I genuinely think her reactions on the channel would be real. I just, I don't know. But she admits that a lot of it is fake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I guess it's like kind of poking fun at the vlog channel, the family vlog channels. It's it's a grandfather telling kids to spend more time with their grandfathers. Because Bob Hoos is like 65 years old, a relatively new grandfather... Um, Which I think is an important message to get out there because, I mean... I mean, during COVID, I have spent a lot more time with my... 
well, because of COVID, I've spent a lot more time with my maternal grandparents than I had in the past. Yeah. And that's been really good. I wish our other grandparents were closer, but can't be helped. They uh, live, like, four and a half hours away. <laughs> and I haven't been up to see them in, like, ten years. So, yeah. let's get on that. Okay, so, uh, let's talk about characters. Um... So I loved Pole House of this. I love seeing a different side of him. And you kind of get to see, instead of, like, him being the, like, very firm detective, like, will find, you know. Um, I really liked just kind of seeing the family side of things. Like, yeah. I mean, I kept getting reminded of the episode, what is, it's the toy one. I couldn't the toy rem- man? Yeah, like, you kind of, no, the... The one with Pull House in it. Oh, the toy. Yeah. I love that <laughs> title. Um, no, but, like, that's kind of what... Because who was that kid in relation to Pull House? His nephew. Okay, so you kind of did get to see him in a more family sense, but then it's like, here's another side of him. You also got his... to see a little bit of that at the end of Auto Response. Oh, that's true. With I forgot about that one. But still, it's like you... It's it's. I really like how they're flushing out this character, and you get to see different sides of him i think that's i love seeing him as a grandfather yeah um he's kind of what i imagine bernard would be like as a grandfather if you got to see him as a definitely where he's still kind of like hard but then he's he's a big softy yeah which is really weird considering some of the episodes we've heard of in and it's just like oh okay like in his first episode he wishes he could preemptively arrest a kid that's right that's (laughs) very true like and here wow. he is telling telling a kid that he's not allowed to call him Gramps. Wait, why wouldn't you want to be called Gramps? I think it's like a joke in between them. Like, I don't know. Or or he's just trying to protect his street cred. Like, I've always called my grandparents Grandpa or Opa, depending on which Actually, one I'm talking technically to. I call them Grandpapa. <laughs> but that's just me. I do weird things. <laughs> Okay, let's talk about plot line. I guess we kind of already did. Like, the twist with Pole House being her grandpa. I definitely guessed it. I did not, because I I didn't recognize him in the cover art. It kind of reminded me about how I felt most of the time first listening to No Friend Like an Old Friend. Yeah. So Wilson's telling the story about Wit and Jack and him because I had no idea it was Wit and Jack throughout the entire episode. Yeah. And I was like, why should I care about this? This is super boring. And I felt the same way with this one because I hadn't connected with these kids yet. So do you think that that we're going to hear more from these kids? Like, is do you think this is going to be like the switchover between kids or like I, them adding I more kids? I hope so. Now that I know who... Molly is related to. I definitely want to hear more between her and Pole House. Yeah. Like, as I would And love... even, like, and even, like, her mom. And, like, do we ever find out what happens with her dad? No. I mean, we might find out later. Yeah. Um, I would love to hear, like, Pole House in an advice-giving role in the future. Yeah. Because we saw that a little bit with Buck in auto-response. Yeah. And I think he would be really good at giving advice to his granddaughter. Yeah. Um, and I'd love to see moments between father and daughter, too. <laughs> yeah, that would be really cool. Um, and... I did really like the last scene where, um, 
like full house decided to take them all fishing and then like and then and then it was like her punishment was go dig up some worms mm-hmm. like i i really liked that because like she did like yes she did try and manipulate her grandpa did she do it well no she failed a lot but then she made that choice of like i don't actually want to do this this is not me and then she did make the right decision i did like that because I feel like that does happen and we don't get to hear it a lot because it sounds better if they do the wrong thing, you know? But um, I like how she still, you kind of did get to hear that she did get in trouble because, you know, she did try and manipulate. But then I liked how the punishment was something that, like, I don't know, it's kind of fun still. I don't know, like, I, I really appreciated how they handled that plot point. It was more important to get them away from the... Uh, electronics? Yeah, from yeah. the electronics than to punish them. No, and I think... No, and I like yeah. that. I like how they're pulling more episodes more into, like, let's not... Like, we need to get off electronics. I just think it's so funny how that used to be organic. Like, I know. it wasn't as much in the show, and now it's all over the place because it's all over our society. And so now they have to address it because it's in our faces all the time. Yeah, and I think it's important to address it. It's good. Yeah, I mean, there are good uses of technology. We're doing a podcast. We wouldn't be able to do that without tech. Yeah. But I think we need to be careful about what kids are doing. Yeah. Um, And, like, how much they are on social media and on electronics and... You know, and I did like the mom's point about like how she doesn't want her daughter to be on YouTube or whatever it was called. It was called Tween Vids. Yeah, because it's like uh, she doesn't like how kids are always putting themselves out there, and I think that's like a safety issue. You know, like I like how they yeah they really addressed it, and I think it was really well done. Yeah. Do you have any other thoughts on it? No, not really. This was a really laid back episode for the most part. Yeah. Um, so yeah. It was a good one. Um, It'd be interesting to see if they pull Molly into, like, not club episodes. Yeah, I don't know. Because, like, they haven't really pulled Renee. But they're also, go- they're going to. They the are. Okay. said they're going to. Okay. So, so it would be interesting to see, like, there it is possible for Molly to be put into regular episodes. Not, like, when I say regular, I mean, like, regular mainstream. lineup. Yeah, mainstream. Thank you. But, like, it would be interesting to see her in, like, a more of a mainstream thing. Yeah. All right. So that was our review. Uh, let us know your thoughts. Yeah. All right. So to end this podcast, we wanted to give you guys our predictions for 28 Hours, which is going to start releasing on the Adventures in Odyssey Club on... July 14th, which is going to be after this episode is recorded, but before it comes out. Okay, so I'm going to read the description that was given on AIO Wiki. Um, So here we go. The clock is ticking toward an explosive confrontation as your friends from Odyssey race to solve the mystery and save the world in this special six-part adventure, 28 Hours. To Jason Whitaker, it was just another morning in Odyssey, Birds were chirping, sunshine warmed his back. The only urgent item on his agenda was helping Connie Kendall get her car started, again. But when Jason's phone rings, alerting him to a crime at J&J Antiques, that will send motion a day that the Odyssey gang will never forget. 
Over the next several hours, Jason, Connie, Wit, and Jillian become entangled in a mystery that threatens the future of their beloved town and even the entire world. Could such a nice day really end in the start of a war? Will Jason really have to sacrifice himself to prevent the death of thousands? Is anyone going to make it out of this day alive? And as Connie asks with frustration, is anyone in this town really who they say they are? That is a lot <laughs> to process. Yeah, especially the war thing. I know. It sounds like another Novacom. But it's a lot shorter. Oh, yeah. So, I think it's going to have higher stakes faster, definitely. Yeah. Um, I feel like the plot's really going to start right away, I guess. <laughs> like, I, but I just have no clue how a crime with at J&J Antiques starts a war. Unless somebody, like, steals a really valuable antique that some country wants back or something. I don't know. I don't know. It's... It's crazy. It's nothing like we have seen in post-album 50 Odyssey. Yeah, definitely. I mean, like, Green Ring Conspiracy, I think, was maybe the closest. But it wasn't even close. I know. Like, it Like, you're already working with half the episodes. I don't know. It was, but it wasn't even that, um like intense really yeah i guess you could say that i think the last couple of of episodes were more intense yeah but you had so much build-up like and the other thing with green ring is there was no adventures in odyssey club so we heard promos first yeah whereas here we're not getting any of that yeah that's true so sitting here looking at the summary I also realized we didn't really talk about the questions. Like, well, you kind of brought up, could such a nice day really end in the start of a war? Um, But, like, will Jason really have to sacrifice himself to prevent the death of thousands? Where have we heard that before? Hmm. I feel like, Jason, why do you keep putting yourself in harm's Hmm. way? Like, like, death What episodes are you thinking of? Um, Accidental Dilemma? Yes, and The Labyrinth. Right. Where he goes to get the... What do you call it? Coflax. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's like, okay, so what? How? What? How? How? And the other question, is anybody going to get out of this day alive? I know. It kind of makes me think that there's going to be some explosion. I don't know why. I don't know. And then Connie's like, is anybody in this town really who they say they are? Is, I don't know, Connie. I don't know. <laughs> is that what the question says? Yeah, that's that's what the question says. I'm like, you've lived in this town long enough, Connie. You should know by now. I mean, the moment where she found out her boss works with the government, I mean, you know. Okay, so let's talk about the album artwork. I know our listeners won't be able to uh, see it, but we're hoping that you guys have seen it so you kind of know what we're talking about. So, we have Jason tied up to a chair. Backwards. Backwards. And his neck is tied up. I would like to point that out. That's a little concerning to me. Um, And it looks like some person is coming in through the door. I don't want to, like, say whether it's a male or female because it literally could be either one. Um, 
Although somebody did put Jillian's head on that. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes, it's in the fan club. Oh boy. Yeah, and like it's a cabin because you got the wood, the wood, uh, yeah. like the big log walls. So that's yeah. very interesting. There's also some sort of like document documents or like papers or something on the table. Oh yeah. So I'm like, hmm. But okay, why do why do I feel like that the the masked mm-hmm. assailant or however you want to call it is actually a female? Well, I did just put the idea of it being Jillian in your head. I know, but like every single time I look at it, I'm like, why can I picture a female? Because how many female villains have we had on Odyssey? Well, you've had Monica. Yeah, but she was also she was also a sidekick. I kind of classify her as a sidekick. And even then, she thought she was doing the right thing. Like, like I mean, like, villains like Dr. Blackard. Or we, we have the chairman. We haven't really. I mean, the quote, I mean, you could, and this person is nothing like Dr. Blackard, but you could argue that Margaret Fay is a bit of a villain. Yeah, that's true. But not, not to the same extreme. No, 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 no. But, um. I know what you meant. We haven't had too many female villains. But why does this sound like something I would love to hear? You know? Oh, well, okay, so I guess... No, no, no. I guess we've had, like, in the Rydell Revelations. Um, uh, Mrs. Mado. Yeah, she was technically a villain. I like to block those out, because I don't... That's another I, conversation I, yeah. for another time, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, but no, but, like, just... I'm I'm more talking about, like, her as the villain. So, technically, she was a villain... Yeah. Villainous character. Yeah. Although the payoff wasn't that great because we met her in part one and found out she was a villain in part three. Yeah. Would have been nice if there was a little bit more build up to that. What if it's somebody who is already in Odyssey? Like, we've already heard from them. That's why I'm wondering if it could be Jillian. I know. I was. <laughs> I really kind of wish it was. Because. <laughs> I, for some reason, Jillian is not my favorite character. Like, she's... I don't know. I think she's okay in small doses. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It would be cool if that was Monica, though. Yeah, to bring someone back that we haven't heard from in a while. That would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Any other thoughts? I wonder what those papers are. Yeah, I wonder if it has something to do with J&J antiques. I don't know. No, I was trying to see if I could, like, figure out what the... Because there's a picture frame behind the door. Oh, yeah! And I was trying to see, like... I just noticed that. I can't... It looks like a beaver. (laughs) (laughs) I I think, honestly, we're reading too much into a lot of things in this picture. Um... But I still think it looks like a beaver. <laughs> to be fair, this is the more uh, this is the most intriguing cover we've had. Hey, if it's a beaver, do you think they're in Canada? <gasps> that would be fun. Yeah, let's let's have some Canadian representation. Odyssey writers, they, come well, on. They, they did, but I mean, you don't want to talk about that episode. <laughs> no. Well, but that was kind of cool. Yeah, I felt very proud to be Canadian. Even though Maury used it to cause chaos. Yeah. But I kind of like it. 
Yeah. Stay tuned for next week's episode where we talk about episodes for younger listeners to be aware of, as well as episodes for younger listeners to listen to. If you have any trivia questions you would like to try to stump us with, you can email us at northernaudisians, O-D-Y-S-S-I-A-N-S, at gmail.com and put in which of us you want to answer the question, either Emily or Amy. And the other person will answer it on the podcast. Thank you for joining us on the northern side of the radio. I'm Amy. I'm Emily. Keep Keep listening. listening.